0: We're about to speak with someone who is starring in a modern remake of Journey to the West called Enlightenment, the brainchild of Joe Paradise-Louis, which reimagines the two characters from the story as women in contemporary Australia. And Merlin Tong, who we're speaking with tonight, is starring as the Monkey King, or Sage, as she is called in this adaptation. And we're really excited to have her. She's an amazing actor and playwright with some Recent performing credits being The White Pearl with Sydney Theatre Company, The Shot with Queensland Theatre, and with some other amazing projects as well. So give it up for Merlin Tom. Oh. So thanks so much Merlin for coming to speak with us here at APN. How are you?
1: I'm going really, really good. How are you going?
0: I'm grand, yes. I'm so excited to have you here in the show. I'm uh, excited too. I guess to start things off for those who aren't really familiar with Enlightenment or Journey to the West, can you tell us a little bit about it and your
1: role in Enlightenment? Oh yes, yes. So let's start at Journey to the West. So that's an epic legend that um, I grew up in Singapore. So I've seen like 100 versions of it, really. It's a uh, monk who is traveling to the West and... The monk uh, recruits some disciples, and they follow her to collect these sutras. And if you grow up, I think anywhere in Asia, really, there's a version of this story that happens. And one of the characters is Sun Wukong, or the Monkey King, and that is who I am playing in this this iteration of the show.
0: Exciting! And you're instead of being called the Monkey King, your character is called Sage.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. So how do you get into the character of Sage and how did you
1: get the role to start with? Ah, okay. So maybe to start with Sage is short for one of the official titles of the Monkey King. It's Great Sage Equal of Heaven. So therefore, I think it's so clever that Joe, you know, just used that word Sage as a name. Really brilliant. So how I got into the role is, well, first of all, the show got written by Joe Paradise Louie. And a couple of years ago, Elbow Room, the company who produced this show, actually got a group of artists together to read the work and do a development on it. And I was lucky enough to be a part of that development. And Joe's a dear friend of mine as well. And yeah, reading that role, I just connected lots to it. And thankfully, they enjoyed it too. So now that we're in production, um, I get to play the monkey king. Yay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's exciting. And what are some of, I guess, the joys and challenges of taking on a role? Like this one has such, I guess, history, but also you can bring your own Mm. self into it. Are there anything like that?
1: It's like, I think with the challenges, it's a tricky one, isn't it? When it's a character that you've seen your whole life and so many versions of that character that you've encountered. So now that it's my go at interpreting it, then. Uh, there's lots of choices to be made, I guess, like how I want to bring that role and how I can bring my own flavor to it. And the other challenge that I think it's beautiful is that Joe has written this character to be so complex and nuanced and the layers of the story is just incredible. So I had to put aside my own simplistic understanding of the Monkey King to allow his robust and glorious version like, to enter me. <laughs> And the joy is—I mean, who doesn't want to play the Monkey King? Come on! Exactly.
0: (laughs) And do you find any similarities between who you are and Sage or the Monkey King? Is there anything that you feel
1: you kind of already embody in the character like this? Mm, Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think there's lots of elements of Sage that I can. Feel very much in my being. Like Sage talks a bit about poverty, and there was a moment in my life when I've gone through that. So I can access that part of it too. And class differences is discussed as well, and systemic problems that we have. I think it's so many people, I think on many different levels, are going to relate to Sage. Mm -hmm.
0: And what are some of the differences? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but the complexities behind SAGE, but are there other key differences between SAGE and the Monkey King from the original source
1: material? Yeah, for sure. I think I, I am in my body, so I am what I am, and I will embody the Monkey King in my way, so that naturally comes into it. And it's queer too. You know, I'm in love with a woman as well, so that's a very, um, you know, it's a variation from the versions that I've seen anyway. Mm. And I, I really love it. I think it I think it deepens the story actually.
0: And what do you think it is about Journey to the West that's sort of continued across time and still makes it such an important story to tell today?
1: Yeah. You know that I, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, of course. I don't want to give you spoilers, <laughs> but I'll just say this. This show has a relationship to Journey to the West. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one because it's it's not um exactly Mm. that too but the characters if you know the characters um, many of them are there but there are many other layers as well and sorry what was the question again? (laughs) I guess like why you think it should be told today why is it still an
0: important story in the modern era considering
1: it's such an old story Oh gosh, I tell you what, this version of the story is absolutely important to be told today. It touches on issues that are happening right now, right here in Melbourne, in Australia, across the world, you will see parallels of things that you've seen in the news, perhaps. And the beauty of it too, it's, it's not prescriptive, so you will receive your version of it, but the issues that is presented is incredibly current. Mm. And what was it like working with,
0: you know, Joe and the director and also your co-star? Alice who plays, I guess, in the original story would be, is it the prince? Is that the...
1: Yeah, so she, uh, Alice is, it's so tricky. To- <laughs> Without spoiling anything, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Alice's character's name is Sid. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. They can think what they want from it. <laughs> but it's a fun um, discovery to find out mm-hmm. what Alice represents through the show. <laughs>
0: And what has it been like sort of working with the cast and crew on
1: this project it's been um, absolutely incredible this crew this cast all the creatives everyone it's been like the ultimate dream team coming together it's been many years in the making to come to this moment everyone has such deep love and respect for each other and for the text so it's, it's it's it was a bit scary too because you know many of us we hadn't been on stage for a long time because of covid and we are so delicate with each other and brave with each other and i've I've found some really phenomenal friends already Mm. through this process it's it really is a beautiful team that's been assembled and elbow room is this is um i think my second time working with the company and i've always enjoy and adore the experience the process that they bring to the work Mm.
0: and what is it about enlightenment that you're most excited to share with the world is there a particular aspect I guess not going too much into the story that you hope the audience members will remember
1: walking out of the play um what I really want to share you know what I really want to watch the show yeah <laughs> I get to watch the show because it's I I guess the uh, explosive creativity that is coming together. It's going to be really exciting. Like from the lights to the sounds, to the projection, to the costumes. Oh my gosh, the costumes and the acting, the sheer talent in the room. That, cosmic explosion of all of it coming together on stage is, is what I'm so keen to share with audience members I can't wait for them to see it
0: yeah and also you mentioned a little bit how it's been such a long time since you've been back on the stage is there something that you realized you've missed so much about working in the performing arts is there something that you didn't think you would miss okay. <laughs> until it was kind of gone
1: <laughs> For sure. One thing immediately came to mind is learning lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I love it. I love the ritual of it. I never realized how much I loved it until recently and the precision of getting it correct, you know, and then finding meaning and nuance in it and the repetition of saying it as you're walking to work, saying it in the shower, dreaming about moments of those lines colliding and merging. Like I've I missed lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's interesting because I
0: guess a lot of people would find it as some of the hardest parts of being an actor is having
1: to remember your lines. <laughs> I thought that was the hardest part too. So I was re- It really surprised me that I missed it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that was sort of my last official question, but yeah. my last point is where can our listeners find you
1: if they wanted to follow you and Enlightenment? We yeah. are playing in Melbourne at the Northcote Town Hall for the next two weeks. And then uh, in a month or so, we will be going to Perth as well. Yay! It'll so be really exciting. Yeah, can't wait. Um, if people want to follow me, um, Instagram is probably best, at Merlin Tong, uh, which is my name. And also follow Elbow Room. Everything is just at Elbow Room, I believe. Fantastic mm. company. So much great stuff.
0: Wonderful. And the next song that we're going to play here at APN is a song that you recommended called 2001 A Space Disco by Astrophane. So why did you choose this song or why were you told to choose this song?
1: (laughs) Um, I consulted with Joe because he is the master of music, and uh, we—he introduced this artist to me, and I think she is just phenomenal. And so, out of all the songs, he's like, "This one, this one has the vibe. This one has the vibe, we're after So, I hope our listeners get a a sense of the vibe of the show from this song. <laughs> Yeah,
0: definitely. I look forward to listening to it. And thank you so much, Merlin, for taking the time to speak with us
1: today. We're really excited to see Enlightenment. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to see you at the show.